0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Afternoon
1: drive with Mongani Bingwa. Live. Online. The 702 app. DSTV. And 92.7 and 106 FM.
0: As you heard there in Eyewitness News, there have been three court rulings against the ANC ahead of its national conference this weekend. Two of them have a direct bearing on what is going to be unfolding at Nasrec. There's even speculation that uh, there could be disgruntled members who may want to try and collapse the conference. Jacob Zuma, after 10 years, is leaving a weakened and divided ANC. Where does that leave the opposition? They should be lapping up this moment. Because, of course, in the run-up to the national elections in 2019, they should be able to point to the legacy of Jacob Zuma as a sign that the party is no longer the dominant one that should be governing South Africa. Are they able to take up this opportunity? By many, it isn't the case. Because, of course, what on earth is going on with the Democratic Alliance? They've given Cape Town Mayor Patricia DeLille until Monday to defend why she should not resign from her position as the mayor. And she says she's waiting on the party to provide reasons for her extended suspension from party activities. Earlier today, my colleague Eusebius Makaiza spoke to the Democratic Alliance, Pumzile Fandam. I'm saying
1: on Monday, she will give her reasons to the federal executive the federal executive will consider those reasons, including the report, um, and then decide what the way forward should be. Um, Until then, until she's been given that opportunity, I really think it is not fair. I wouldn't like, for example, to be accused of something and then the party to go out and speak without giving you the opportunity to respond. I think you wouldn't like that for yourself too. If you
2: I, well, a be careful of what rhetorical questions you ask. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I know that what's important is actual justice being done. And in the interest of transparency, <laughs> if there was a cloud over my head, it may have to be in the organizational, reputational interest of Prime Media to be clear with the listeners what's going on. You say, for example, that there's been an affidavit containing troubling allegations of mallet. In the city. My Cape Talk listeners, in particular, must be biting their nails wondering what on earth their mayor has been up to. And here, the DA well, who wants to replace yeah. the ANC isn't taking them into their confidence.
1: Now, that affidavit was actually a separate matter which is subject to an independent investigation in the city of Cape Town. So that is not what the subcommittee was looking at. That report, I believe, will be tabled in the next couple of weeks. This was about tensions in the, uh, the caucus of the BA, uh, which the subcommittee had, had looked at. Um, and in order to, you know, give a holistic response, we need to give the mayor a chance to respond um, And and that's just, you know, the decision that the federal executive has made. We're not saying we're never going to review it. We're saying give her an opportunity to respond.
2: The very last (laughs) sentence is a bit curious in the statement. It reads as follows. We believe that this is the first step towards bringing new management to the city of Cape Town caucus. Explain.
1: I mean, the statement had, I mean, uh, sorry, the investigation had to do with tensions on the caucus. Um, part of what may be considered is uh, making sure that uh, there's uh, a leadership in the city that will deal with uh, those tensions. But we don't know what that will be at the stage until um, that response has been given.
2: Why is it that when you guys sp- suspend someone pending the outcome of an investigation, you suspend them from a role in relation to party activity? But apparently you don't take good governance as seriously as you think you do. Why not suspend her as mayor as well if the prima facie case against her is as serious as the subtext of your statement implies?
1: In terms of the DA rules, we have a clear separation between party and state. We don't have a provision in our rules to remove an executive. We can only suspend from uh, party activity in order to have that clear division between party and state.
0: Sufficient calls for concern over Delil Delil's leadership, says the DA, but they won't quite tell us exactly what it is. This, of course, all began when there was a spat between the mayor and mayoral committee member, J.P. Smith, after they had differences over the closure of a special investigating unit. And that's where it all started. Well, joining us is somebody who knows the DA better than most, political analyst and columnist for The Business Day, Gareth Van Onselen. Gareth, good afternoon to you and thank you for your time.
3: Hi, Bulgarni. Thanks very much for having me.
0: The ANC is not, uh, you know, is not in its finest hour by any description. Why is it difficult for the opposition to take advantage of this moment?
3: Well, look, I have a problem with that kind of analysis. Um, political factionism is part and parcel of any party, and maladministration and corruption, to one degree or another, will manifest at some time. I don't think that. The problems in the D.A.R. in any way comparable to the ANC and its attempt to deal with this problem, which I think is isolated in the big picture, is actually what will set it apart from the ANC. I, I don't think it's fair to say it's not capitalising on the difference. It's, this is one of those problems that happens in politics and the real test will be how it deals with it.
0: Of course, uh, but as you would know, the opposition is held perhaps to a different standard. Uh, surely at this time there should be more united than ever to make that difference clear.
3: Yes, ideally you want an opposition that is, not, that is completely untainted from any problem so that it can focus externally. And, I mean, you'd be a fool to argue that this doesn't harm the DA's ability to do that. Um, whether or not it is possible to have this idealistic version of a political party that is never okay. faced problems is another question.
0: Fair enough. Let's talk about what it is. What on earth then is going on in the DA?
3: Right, well, it's very complex. Um, there are two essential elements to the problem. The one is a, is a political problem, which, uh, as you said in the clip summarised, comes from a fallout between Patricia Diddle and J.P. Smith in the city of Cape Town. The DA has appointed an inter-party committee to look at that, and that party has scheduled a report, and it's on the basis of that report that they now want to extend Patricia's pension. However, there's a parallel set of problems that are happening in the city of Cape Town. An affidavit has been launched, uh, well, has been set aside, uh, put down before the council, uh, documenting a whole lot of problems with uh, a series of tenders and implicating Patricia Lille and the city manager as failing to properly implement their fiduciary duties. And that report is going to be reported on at the end of February. The the consequence of these two things is that the DA has decided to suspend the law. Now, Ponzilie van Damme, in that clip that you played, suggests that there is a separation between party and state, but the statement the DA put out contradicts that because it explicitly cites problems to do with the second parallel process in the city of Cape Town as one of the reasons for the suspension. So it is a bit confusing. Well,
0: also she's been suspended from all party activities and she's got until Monday to explain why she shouldn't be suspended from the city.
3: No. What the DA has required is reasons why her suspension should not be continued from party political activities. The DA is not trying to suspend her as mayor. Um, so, So this thing is a completely party political process. And on Monday, she will provide reasons arguing presumably against that.
0: What do you say to people who say this is ultimately also about ideology and that Patricia Lille finds herself uh, on the wrong side of where the DA wants to take itself?
3: I don't think it's playing out, playing out on a grand ideological level. In other words, that this is representative of a fight for what the DA stands for. I think it is quite localized and has to do more with personalities. I think Patricia DeLille and those people that are aligned to her have fallen out with another faction in the province, which uh, is typically represented by the likes of Bongi and Korsi, Madiki, Mazik, uh, Mandela, who won the provincial leadership competition, and Helen Zilla. And it's actually quite a provincial problem to do around patronage and power and who's in control of key positions in that province. And what
0: are the allegations of the security upgrades at her
3: home? well we don't know what the specific allegations are it was a very messy series of complaints jp smith suggested that one of the reasons uh for their, for his fallout with patricia Dill was might be that uh an investigation into renovations at her house might show some uh lack of compliance or problems but he then later said that he wished he'd never he'd never suggested that because it's it's just blown out of all proportion The problem is that we don't actually know the facts. We don't actually know what happened with Patricia de residence yet, or if indeed she ever did do anything wrong or ultra freeze.
0: All right. Gareth van Onselen, political analyst and columnist for the Business Day, unpacking
1: uh, the ructions within the DA in the Western Cape.